One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 889 things to talk about with Alyssa and Julia. Welcome to our 30th episode of 889 Things to Talk About. This is a bit of a milestone because I didn't realize how quickly this snuck up on us, but I'm so excited that we're having our 30th episode. Unfortunately, it is one of our last episodes as the school year comes to an end, but we're not done yet. We're going to talk about spring sports for Mercer Island because the month of May's topic is Seattle and Mercer Island is just right next to Seattle and Mercer Island High School is where Julie and I both go to. So Julie is going to give us a little recap of what's been happening with her spring sport. Yeah, so I played water polo and we just had state like three days ago. It ended and it was pretty intense. Water polo kind of has some weird like hierarchy whatever so there are these teams that like play you around that are really good so it's really really hard to play at state and like score high because the same team has won state every year for the past like honestly probably like forever since the creation of water polo state they have been winning for so long so we did not win state unfortunately we came in sixth place but what matters is we won the like one of the games that people did not think we would win. Our first game, we went in. It was so intense, Alyssa. It was crazy. That's scary to me. Oh my gosh! No, I blocked the ball with my forehead and my chit, like my face area. Like I was trying to keep that thing out. And water polo is. I think I mentioned this in one of the last episodes, but it is such an intense sport, and it's a lot harder because you're literally in water, so all of that resistance against your body when you're trying to move, and honestly, I don't know the logistics of water polo. I just know that there's a ball. I think you guys pass it around, and you guys try to score something. I, yeah, I feel something horrible. like that. I totally should have gone to a game, but it's just... Okay. Uh, honestly, it's so hard. So props to all you water polo players. And even making it to state is an accomplishment because I know so many sports and um, individuals, like in track and field, a lot of individuals don't make it to state. So I know that it's really impressive to go and especially to place in the top 10. I don't know how many teams were there. Do you know how many? There were a lot. And what happens is teams won't even place at state. So they'll end up dropping out of the division which we were really scared would happen to us. Mm-hmm. That first game was what saved us dropping on the like the division, but so there's like division it's kind of like colleges, there's like division 1, division 2, division 3 for water polo. Mm-hmm. And we were super scared that we dropped down. A bunch of teams did like Newport dropped down, Ingram dropped down. Last year Bellevue dropped down. This year they like made a major comeback. I think they placed 4th or 3rd. Um I do not remember they probably placed fourth but like there's it's such a weird like system for water polo I feel like they kind of are really bad at the way they place the games and stuff (laughs) last year we got messed up because we got placed against this like team that was super good and for some reason they were put in the place where like the not so good teams are supposed to be placed for us to play against because usually last year we were Like, you have a lineup, so going into state, there's the state lineup, and last year we were lined up third, we ended up getting fifth, but uh, we did not live up to their expectations, (laughs) but I think you always get, like, a place below the lineup. This year we were, like, lined up fifth, and we got sixth, so. Well, honestly, with sports, it's so hard to gauge who will win, because like you said, there is 
unexpected wins sometimes. Or I should say there are unexpected wins. And you never really know how a team is going to do because people can surprise you with how much they've improved. Or like you said, even some teams can drop down and players can degress, which I know is a really unfortunate thing. But are you more excited or are you sad that water polo is over? I think it's more like I'm content with this season. You know, I was an all-state and all-division athlete, so I placed in both of those. Our other athletes who were all-state and all-division were Kira McGuire and then Natasha. I do not know her last name off the top of my head, but she was also all-state, and then Kira was all-division and all-state as well. So, like, that's really, to me, satisfying because I didn't get an all-state placement last year. I got all-division last year, which is picked by the other team's coaches, and then all-state's picked by our coach. And he didn't give me an all-state place last year. Um, so I feel happy that I worked hard enough that he thought I earned that this year. Definitely. I mean, hard work really pays off. And I think it's good to have recognition for how much you guys put in. Because what, what was your practice schedule like this year? Uh, water polo is crazy. We play, so we practice five days a week, but we also mm-hmm. have games. And a lot of them end up being on the weekends. Like, we have a lot of tournaments which is like four games a day that will end up being like, well, have like three games on like Friday, four games on Saturday. Like we'll have tournaments like that. We play into our weekends a lot or we'll have, we have like a tournament on Sunday, Saturday. Like we are, it's usually ends up being a six or seven day a week commitment. Mm-hmm. Water pool is hard. So it is nice that it's over because it is such a big commitment and it does take a lot of time. So now I finally can like do all the stuff that I have been neglecting. I still have club that I'm taking a week off, I think. And then I'll go back to club. Maybe we'll see if I can take the week off without getting stir crazy. But like it. It is a huge commitment and it is really hard. So props like everyone who did it. I feel like water polo is one of the more time consuming of the sports. Mm -hmm. I know some of them have like crazy, crazy hours. They're all crazy. Sports are a huge commitment. I think you don't realize it until you start playing them and you realize how much time they eat up. But like I'm on two different sports teams and compared to swim team, water polo is definitely like way more of a commitment, like way, way more of a commitment. Yeah, what time was your guys' practice schedule for the five days a week? It's right after school, so it's two hours, just like from 3.30 to 5.30, yeah, Yeah, that probably sounds right. Yeah, Yeah. I know track and field was 3.15 to 5.15, and I was really sad because I originally was going to sign up for the sport because I've been doing it since like sixth grade, and I like it and my friends are in it. But this year it got really difficult with clubs as I was trying to join more clubs and have officer positions. Um, I just didn't have the time for both because clubs and sports are at the same time. And so I wouldn't be able to lead clubs if I was also in the sport. So as sad as it was, it was a little bit nice to get a break because I'm on drill. So we have practice a few days a week in the morning. And it's kind of exhausting when you go from drill practice to school all day and then you have to go to track and field after because my shins are not very strong and they were a little bit dead, I remember, last year for like, oh my gosh, months, I think, because the sports season was a month and a half to two months. And it's just kind of a relief, uh, but I am sad that I didn't get to do it. But I know that, Julia, you had a good time with your sport and, and there's only like two juniors right now, right? On the water polo team, yeah, it's me and Elise McDonald. I guess Elise McDonald and I. We are the only two juniors. Um, 
she didn't even I was the only freshman my freshman year this year we had the same thing happen again we only have one freshman on our team it's like water polo got hit super hard by COVID because it because of the sport and how physical it is they weren't we weren't allowed to continue practicing for a really long time we were one of the last sports to open and actually my mom was the one who did all the fighting to get Washington State to open up the sport again mm-hmm. so she had like petitions and did all of this work and it worked out in the end but she did a ton of work with some other coaches together to get the sport up and running but because of that like nobody joined especially my like freshman year because we didn't really have practice until some weird time at spring and it was it was co-ed, which made a lot of girls not want to play. We combined with the boys team for our season my freshman year. So a lot of people just didn't want to deal with that. Co-ed's kind of hard to play. It's kind of scary. Like for me, having a guy shoot a ball, he there's so much more force in that sometimes than what a girl can do. And depending on who it is, sometimes it's terrifying. Like there's some scary players, but the guys team had some I think most of them have graduated but they had some really scary guys and for little freshman me having like a senior guy throw a ball full force they have no aim guys have no aim this is the one thing we have above them all we have aim with our shots I like we know how to aim the ball so I get hit in the head way less than when I play with the guys they don't know what they're doing they just chuck that thing at my face oh that's terrifying that's one of the reasons why I'm so uncoordinated and so unathletic because also because I'm terrified of getting hit by a ball because in soccer you know people kick really hard and when they kick the ball it goes straight up to your face and I remember a few times it hit my eye and it just it was painful I just did not like that kind of feeling so I think that's why drill is more fitting for me so a little bit about how drill's been going so far this year well it's a year-round sport so we only have practice three days a week for an hour and a half. But it's in the morning. In the morning. So it's not as much of a commitment as no, water polo. No, the morning polo. is way more of a commitment than after school. It's a little bit tough waking up at like 5.30, but I think a lot of adults can do it, and I'm just going to have to get used to it for work when I'm older, as sad as that sounds. It's kind of true. I know a lot of adults wake up even earlier for that, or earlier than that, for working out in the morning or if their job has crazy hours and so it's just kind of something to get used to which is a little bit sad and sometimes it's exhausting but um so so far we've done lacrosse halftime performances and it's just a minute a minute and a half routine and we do that I think right when lacrosse goes on halftime and I believe lacrosse is over now this season. I mean, the boys yeah, might had state. Yeah, I was going to say they might still be playing. I honestly don't know. I, I do not. Did. I do not keep up with sports. I just know I that know. we're not performing at any more half times for lacrosse. But we're going to be doing a performance um, on Juneteenth. I believe it's at the high school or somewhere around the area. I don't know if that was supposed to be a surprise or not. So if it was, maybe keep it on the down low. But Spoiler, <laughs> just that stays between us. <laughs> and then um, for the eighth grade transition day. So that's when the eighth graders at Islander Middle School come to Mercer Island High School and view the area and kind of see what's going on and how the high school works. And they get a little bit of a feeling of how the cafeteria looks and the different classrooms and we have a mini assembly for them or I guess leadership ASB puts it on for them and they just kind of hype them up for the school spirit for when they become freshmen in the fall and um, Chia performs at it and we're performing at it as well. It's going to be the same performance that we did for lacrosse halftime so it's just going to be a quick minute, a minute and a half routine 
And other than that, we just have our senior assembly coming up, and that is on June 12th. It's on a Monday at the end of the day, and that is actually the last day of school for seniors at Mercer Island High School, which is a fun way to end the, you know, four years of high school, I think. I'm excited for when we get to do that. Um, But that's our only um, upcoming events, just those two. We're going to have actually three the 8th grade transition day, the Juneteenth performance, and the senior assembly. And right now, we're just really uh, cleaning up all of the dancing. And once um, the school year ends, we're going to have summer practices. So that'll be, you know, it'll be fun. We get to uh, meet the new team members, incoming freshmen and new members that are already at the high school. And I'm looking forward to how it'll go. I think it'll be um, really interesting. I think it gets different every year depending on who's on the team, but I think um, it's going to be really good next year. I'm excited. See, that's intensive. That's like <laughs> summer practices. I'd be out for that. I know. I, I guess I do do summer practices because I do club, but club I feel like is less of a commitment than high school sports are because you don't have to show up every single day mm-hmm. compared to like high school sports. They always expect you to be there. Club is more like your personal commitment, even though you should show up every day. You can miss like two or three and it's not the end of the world. It, yeah, exactly. That's... But like your commitment, I like, well, I we could can, never. If you um have to miss practice, obviously for an illness or if there's like a school event, if you have to go to make up a test before school or if you need to go to office hours to talk to your teacher, there are exceptions um, to miss practice. So it's not super harsh, but they do expect us to have discipline because it's it's kind of like a military feeling. Like we have lieutenants and captains. Really? And we do drill downs, which, um, you know, it has like a 10 hut and those kind of things. So it is a little bit different. We don't have any sergeants. I had somebody ask me one time if the name of the officers for drill were sergeants. And I just, I mean, as, you know, high up and cool as that sounds, I was just a little bit glad that that's not the name because, I mean, I'm super picky. And I was just like, I don't like the way that sounds. <laughs> so I prefer lieutenant. I think that sounds um, not cooler, but I just think it rolls off the tongue better. I don't really know. I just like that word better. But <laughs> Lieutenant is a cool word. Yeah, yeah. I'm not the lieutenant, but we get uh, two new junior lieutenants for next year. And next year we're going to have three senior captains, which is going to be a big leadership team. We're going to have five officers, and it's going to be – it's going to be really cool. We're going to have um, another competition routine. We already have two, and next year we're having three. And it's going to be a little bit intense, but I can tell you all about it next year or later this year. You know, you'll hear a lot about it. Um, so stay tuned. And we are going to wrap up this episode. But, Julie, I actually had one more question before we end it. Do you know the season record for the water polo um, girls high school team, the one that you're on? The season record? Yeah, for, like, wins and losses of games. When, like, oh, how many wins to losses we had? For, yeah, are you just um, on the girls' team or season? is it co-ed? You said it's it was- a girls' team. It was co-ed my freshman year just yeah. for a little bit. The guys play in the fall. We play in the spring. Oh, I see. Okay. So, yeah, I never talked to them anymore. But we just, went our separate ways. Just for the girls. But, like, how our win to loss, mm-hmm. we had a three to nine, so three wins to nine losses of league games. This was during, like... I don't know our overall win to losses. My coach probably has it somewhere, but he won't let me look at the stats. He won't even let me look at my own stats. We get them at the end of the year, but after games, I'll go over to try and see how many blocks I got, and he hides it from me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I know there was one game where I got like 16 blocks or something. Oh wow, that's impressive. But we still lost that game. 
No, don't even but worry. Like, Honestly, the hard work is all that matters, and it's it's not an easy sport at it, all. Our team is so, so new. Like, we just keep – we got hit really badly. Like, we are down numbers. We only have 14 girls, which is about two teams worth because seven players are in at a time. Mm-hmm. But that's really bad. Like, that is really low. Usually you want about three teams worth because there's always times when other people can't play or people mm-hmm. can't show up. Or they're tired or something. So or they, if, yeah. Yeah, if we don't get our recruitment up for next year, we are at risk of having forfeit – chances like worry about having to forfeit games because we won't have enough players we had to forfeit a tournament actually this year because we couldn't get enough players already and so it is alarming like we are a very small team our same people are in the water a lot our starting lineup has like our varsity starting lineup has two new players who like this was their first year playing water polo that's kind of the situation we're at and they did a very good job but we're still really, really growing and developing as a team. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much more work that we have to do and things that we have to like kind of like when you're a team sport, if everyone on your team is new, it's really hard to play to your best ability because you need time playing with your team to develop your team. Yeah. So we got better as the season went on. But we're just such a like new team. We have all these new people that we really need a good amount of time to like grow as like a team and sort of learn how each other plays in the water we also lost two of our best players last year so we still have a bunch of really good players on our team but they were doing a lot of the work which kind of messed us up because no matter how much I love them once my sister you know like the other one pretends to be my sister sometimes but like they were both doing a lot of the work for us, and so I think a lot of our other players on the team didn't get a chance to really start to learn all the things they were supposed to. So we have a long way to go, but we are, like, for what we are, I think we are, like, a very incredible team. Absolutely, and I wish the best of luck to both of our future sports. Thank you so much to listen- for listening to our last um, Seattle episode, and stay tuned for next week, which is going to be a different topic of the month. This was 889 Things to Talk About. My name is Alyssa. And I'm Julia. Thanks for listening.